This is Kyle from the Burgundy Zone, and you're listening to the HT We Are podcast. What is up, and welcome back to the HT We Are podcast, our very first episode of this new 2020 season. I'm your host, Freddie Ham, And I'm Maddie Jane. What's up, y'all? I'm so excited to be back. Freddie, this is a new era. It's a new Rivera, is what it is. That's right. Jane. And uh, it's feeling feeling pretty good so far. Yeah, when's the last time we were, like, this happy? Starting even with Never. the wins. Like, <laughs> even when, when we would Never. win last season. Yeah, like... This is different. We even feel different. Do you feel different? I'm feeling like someone who really has hope that's coming from a place that is not just hope for hope's sake. Like, we were given valid evidence that our hope actually is good and that it means something yeah no 100 percent. I, I know we were talking and and i feel the same way like i feel like every year of course we're biased and we're gonna have hope because we have had and for years now we've had great players i mean a lot of the players like the defensive line things like that i understand we added chase young we'll get into him later but like we've had talent and so there was hope there that like the talent could overcome you know the things that the weaknesses like the coaching and everything like that but now it's like, wow, it feels like the pieces are here. I don't want to say I'm shocked at, you know, the game on Sunday and like just how hopeful it made me. But I just I don't think I was expecting this. Like, I mean, it was just it was amazing. It was amazing. First opening day victory for the team. It's one of those things where you can't like you don't even really know how to feel you don't know how to describe it because it's something that neither one of us and I'm sure lots of fans out there in Washington football nation have never felt before especially fans of our age in our lives yeah because we weren't around for you know the quote-unquote glory days yeah um the game itself I feel is almost sort of a microcosm of everything that's been happening since the ousting of Bruce Allen last year all the way up to where we've gotten to this point Mm -hmm. you know like the way that that game sort of played itself out because I felt like the beginning of that game it was same old story. It's the same thing we always see. We have this hope every year and nothing ever changes. It's the same old stuff, yep. same old issues. Oh, the Eagles are going right down the field. The defense isn't going to live up to expectations. The offense isn't going to do anything. It's just going to be same old story, right? Yep. Wrong. So, so wrong. The tides turned and it wasn't because of anything that the eagles did it was because of everything that washington did everything that they are their resilience their fight their everything it's a new name it's a new culture it's a new team the culture i can't emphasize enough you we saw players flying to the ball not making stupid mistakes i don't remember I mean, was there a single penalty on the offensive line? I don't think that there there was. Not one. And all of the penalties, and I've heard other people say this on other shows as well, were like effort penalties. 
Yeah. You know, Chase Young's playing in his first game. He right. gets an offsides. He's a little antsy. Yeah. Sure. Right. You know, you have the the Landon Collins little overzealous on the sideline. Fine, whatever. Yeah. But for the most part, played a clean game, and there weren't. I don't remember any big broken tackles. No. I mean, disciplined players, players that look like they wanted to be there, that they wanted to play, and that are working hard, not just for themselves, for their teammates, for their coaches. For the first time in a long time, and maybe ever in mine and Maddie Jane's lifetime, a team that truly is a team. As soon as Ron Rivera was hired, that was that was the statement. That was, you know, coming to change culture, change the culture. You could see it so much, almost in in every facet of the game already. Like you said, the resilience, the fact that they didn't give up. These players were playing for each other. They were playing for coach. You can tell they have all of these players have a hundred percent bought in, like they've said in interviews and stuff like that. They've bought in to what this coaching staff is doing. And, you know, again, I didn't know that we would be able to, I didn't know what it would look like. I didn't know that it would be so evident that, man, this really is something different here. Like this is something different. And even if we go next week and we don't pull out the win, or like you said, it's bigger than just the win and the justice game. You could just see it in the players, in the staff, just again, through every quarter, uh, you could see, you could just see that the culture really is different now. Like this is, this is a different moment. This truly is a new era. And I've I've never been able to feel this before like you said like I haven't known a Washington team like this before and we deserve to feel this way this is how teams should be this is how teams should be run this this should be the culture of a football team a, a, an NFL football team so I'm just excited to that we've gotten to this point where we see something a product on the field that we truly as fans can can be proud of now and can rep and um, not feel, you know, embarrassed by at times. So I'm excited. I, I keep on saying it, but what else can you say? I'm just like, I've never been this excited for a football team. Like, I- no, I agree. And, you know, and we've spoken about this before. Probably the highlight for both of us was the 2012 season. Yeah. You know, that was, yep. that was the big year. That was, it was the most fun. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never had more fun than I had that season for obvious reasons. But even in that 2012 season, I still have never quite felt the way that I did watching this game. And I know that's odd to say, yeah. but it just feels different. And it's not about the name. No. This is my team. But it felt like, forget about the team that you used to know. This is the team that you're going to know from now on. And it's the team that's going to not only make you proud to be a fan, it's going to bring pride to, I yeah. can't even articulate it. Yeah, it's I, it's like a feeling. It's almost like there's a feeling that, that we've had and we don't even really know how to describe it. No, and it's, it's so foreign. I think that's so telling too. Yeah. It's almost like you sit down and you make a checklist of all these things that you want. Mm-hmm. Talking about we want coaching that's coaches that are competent. Yeah. We want players that that work hard and want to play. We want talent for sure. Mm-hmm. We want all of these things and I feel like through this game the whole organization top to bottom said we're going to give all of that to you. Yeah. And we're going to keep giving it to you. And we're sitting back going, my God, it's happening. 
It's happening. It's been getting to me because he's like just these past few days and the emotions I felt. Because obviously we both really love this football team and we have for a really long time. We were raised on it. Like sure. this is our team. And yeah. I've been getting so emotional. We will bleed burgundy and gold. We do. Till the day we dies. Maddie Jane and I, you cut us open. Burgundy and gold. That's it. And and I've been getting like I've been getting emotional just like seeing different things and thinking about it. Like yeah. literally even listening to you talk about it, it almost brings tears to my eyes. And I think sometimes I'm like, man, that's so silly. Like, Maddie, this is football. Like, I get that it's important to me, it's important to you, but it's football. It's a game. Like, you're not on the team, you're a fan of the team, but this is just something that like we, I've never seen this and we've waited so long and we have stuck through and we've been here through the good and the bad mostly the bad, mostly bad. like we've been yeah. here and you know that this is a big moment in the history of this team like you know that this is a turning point it feels like a turning point and I can't help but oh, get yeah. emotional thinking like finally what we've wanted like you said for so long like it's happening so I'm excited to get into how incredible this game was didn't start off great but man did it get good <laughs> yeah and it's and of course, it's not how you start, it's how you finish, and boy, did, did we finish. Um, what I really, really want to talk about, and I'm sure, uh, I'm, I'm sure you want to talk about it too, that defense, though. Oof. Sheesh. That defense, though. And how many times over the years have we talked about, oh yeah, this is going to be strong, this is going to be strong, right. you, you, you put some names on paper yep. and say, oh yeah, that's going to, you know, that's really going to be the thing, and then... Uh, the season comes and it no falls apart. It doesn't happen, right? You know, I've seen that happen so many times, specifically with this team. When we were talking about this off season, about yeah, you know what this defense can do, what this defense can be. Well, you know what? They're here. They are f-ing here. <laughs> the defense got me so excited, like because again, like you said, we knew we knew they were going to be special. We knew they had the potential to be special. They did their thing and they didn't take their foots off the gas and I understand a huge part of that is now the depth we have especially on that defensive line where you get a fresh care again you get a fresh talk about that d-line rotation Ooh, but- I mean we basically have two starting caliber defensive lines that we can rotate and yep. keep fresh it's crazy with eight sacks eight <laughs> Maddie what? James Eight. And people are going to talk two, about three, four, five, the Eagles six, offensive seven, line but bottom eight. line is they were taking two over less regardless than ten. 16 divided by 2 is 4 plus 4. That's a lot of sacks. Do the math. That's, That's a, lot a lot of, of sacks. <laughs> Can I break down the sacks for you? Can break I? Break them down. Kerrigan had two. Chase Young had one and a half. Mm-hmm. Sweat had one. Yep. Payne had one. Yep. Ionitis had yep. one. Yep. Bostic had yep. one. He's a linebacker. Ooh. Jonathan Allen had a half. I, I would say he had one. Yeah. He should, should he just give him thing. one. But it was like, no, it was like, <laughs> you get a sack. You get a sack. You get a, everybody gets a sack. Oh, I love it though. I love it. I love that everybody played a part. We didn't know where it was coming from, and Carson Wentz didn't either. <laughs> I was I was starting to get scared for him. I'll be honest. I mean, it's not that I, but like I want him to be okay. I don't want him to, you know, get torn up. He, yeah. I mean, you can speak for yourself or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, eight sacks. I mean, I know that it may not be an every week thing. Maybe it will. Who knows? They have the potential to to do that, but. What a way to start. I mean, what a way to start. What a way to say yeah. people are saying, is this defensive line for real? Are they going to be able to put it together? I think those questions yeah. got answered. And the defense set the tone. Yep. And, you know, and not for nothing, uh, we scored 14 of our 27 points off of turnovers, I think mm-hmm. it was. And that was really, that, that really turned the tide of the whole game. But, I mean, yeah. the defense stepped up and then the offense kind of followed suit. But, uh, I mean, I just, I cannot say enough about 
the way that the defense played, and you know, and the defense came out flat uh, at the yep. beginning of the game, and they made some. They what? What did they do, Maddie Jane? They made they they did something. I think oh, Jack Del Rio they did made something that adjustments. Adjustments. What's that? What are adjustments? adjustments? What are adjustments? What are these? I've never heard of adjustments. Oh. Halftime adjustments, not even just halftime. They were like it's second quarter adjustments, third quarter adjustments, fourth quarter adjustments. Like they were Yo, consistently, ma- constantly making adjustments. What is that? Yeah, it's like oh, they're trying to beat us with this double tight end set. We got this kid named Cameron Curl. Yeah, like Woo. I'm getting fired up. I'm getting fired we up. We got the people's. The people's corner. Now, I remember <gasps> when, he, when he got that pick and you sent me that text because I know you're a Jimmy Moreland guy. JMU's finest. Let's go. What an uh, interception. Oh, oh my goodness. Should have been a house call, too. Should have. Should have been. Of course, Deshaun Jackson had to. He had to do it to us. He had yeah. to. I get it. But that, and oh. Fabian Moreau stepping up. It, Huge. It, you know, I almost forgot that... Uh, Kendall Fuller was supposed to be our starting corner in this game, and and I really hope that Kendall get, gets really well soon. I hope, I hope, and yeah. we need him to we be can a big part of this him. defense. Yep. Yeah, lo- love Fuller, yeah. Virginia Tech Hokie. Yep. Um, <laughs> they stepped up though, but Moreau, Moreau played so well uh, in his absence. You know, you know, Moreau was actually the highest graded Week One corner per Pro Football Focus. Wow, he was he had. Three targets, no catches, one interception. He had a grade of 87.3. Wow. I mean, that's that's yeah. so huge. I mean, that's like, and honestly, when he first got the pick, I was so confused. I was like, Chris Thompson, I forgot he was 25 for a second. I'll right, be honest. Right, I'll be yeah, honest. the numbers. Yeah, it's going to take me a while to get used to that, too. I mean, and I was saying it through the whole game, like, well, you know, through the 17-0, like, 7-0, 10-0. I was like, we just need one moment. We just need one. There needs to be one big play, whether it's on offense or on defense. Or on special teams, but we just need one play that that shifts, that that takes the momentum and shifts it. That's the tone setter. Moreau getting that interception, obviously, that was that moment. And from there on, there was that was it. Like that that was the moment. And to be able to create that, because I know a lot of people are kind of like with Fabian. It was like, oh, like he looks like he was, you know, in the slot. It was like, oh, and then he was on the outside. It's like, okay, wait, I think that now he's in his position. I think this is better. Like he's looking better. I think Sunday is is proven it. You know, he he's a good corner. And if he continues to play like he did, like we're in a good spot cuz I know we're kind of like, okay, how is our how is our secondary looking like question marks whatever. But they stepped up and they did their thing and they made the plays when it mattered and that that won us the game. That it, it did. Like that was huge. You know, those question marks like that was huge. The fact that they just stepped up, they did what they had to do and um Man, it's exciting. It's so exciting because I love them too. I love Fabian. I love Moreland. Like they're just, they're great players and it's just exciting seeing them run to the end zone, get that picture, you know? Oh, it's just, oh, I love football. I'm so glad football's back. I can't even explain. I'm right there with you. But yeah, the people's corner, Mr. Jimmy Moreland. Mm, man. Yeah. I love it. How And how can you not love them? That's another thing. How can you not love these guys? I mean, we talk about the strength of the defense and how great they're playing, but the personalities really, really show through, too. This is a team that plays with swag, and they play for each other, and they love each other. That's the other thing. We got this young kid, Chase Young, who's sacking the quarterback, swiping balls away, while you got this wily veteran, Ryan Kerrigan, setting a franchise record for sacks. Like... And you, 
and, and Chase Young calls him that dude. I love it. The dude. He's a dude. He's a dude. He is and a he dude. Is. He is. He is a dude. hundred percent. We're gonna talk more dude. about him later, but like, uh, yeah, all the guys it, again that you can see really playing for each other and buying into the system. Yeah. Buying into what Ron Rivera said day one at his press conference, what he was talking about, because he he talked at length. He talked about his coaching philosophy, the type of team that he wanted to build, a player centered culture. Yep. And he's doing it all. And these players have bought in, and you can just tell. And it is an amazing, amazing thing to say. We can't harp on it enough. No. And I don't want to stop. If I could take this feeling that, that we have right now and just, like, bottle this up and just save it forever. I know. I mean. I, we've never ooh. had it before. We've never felt like this. I know. It's like, it's like it's I crazy. Like fell in love for the first I don't know. It's like I'm Feels like, like the I feel different time. than I've ever felt. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. But I mean, as great as the defense was, and they were great, the big questions and, and one of the things we were all really um, anticipating and waiting to see was Dwayne Haskins and, and how he was yes. going to do on um, his first game out as the starter, sure. as, the, as the guy. And uh, wasn't perfect. No, I mean, the, it was at Certainly first, I was, it, was, it was ugly. It was ugly at first. I mean, you know, there were passes that were left on the field. It just didn't seem like anything was meshing. It just felt you could feel just, I think part of it, obviously. Now that, that O-line was kind of a sieve early and that got short up a little bit. Oh yeah. And that's something that's really going to need to be addressed later on that, that left side of the line, a little shaky. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. There's definitely, and I think too, just the fact that most of these guys are like rookies or second year players. I mean, it's a young team. Sure. They need time to gel. They needed the preseason. They needed reps and they're, they're getting them now. And so I'm not worried about the fact that they didn't come out on fire. Because if you look at it and you watch the other games, there weren't really many teams that came out offensively on fire. Everybody was hitting those lumps and having those moments where, you know, even the best, you know, the quarterbacks, the best of the best that have been in the game forever, they were missing throws. You know, I think it's something they just, oh, absolutely. you have to get in rhythm. Well, and I think to a large degree, a, a lot of these games, you know, the first quarter, quarter and a half, it was the preseason that we didn't have. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, and I talked about that with my dad while we were watching the game because you think about it and, you know, the Eagles obviously came off to such a hot start and I think there is something big to the fact that that team has been that team for a long time, for a good amount of years now. They, came, they went to a Super Bowl together, the coaching staff, the players, you know, a lot of the players are still those same players. So they have, they already have that comfortability with each other where they did come out and they played just like they play every year for the most part, like until, you know, our defense shut them down and everything. And I I think it's still like it's a work in progress so it still wasn't like even by the end of the game I wasn't like wow wow like Haskins but even what you said we said earlier the 14 points off turnovers how often has our offense been able to take the advantage of that to the point where all of them were touchdowns you know what I mean we weren't settling for field goals like there was a lot of really good things that I saw from Haskins and say what you want to about Haskins he he didn't turn the ball over no huge he became more efficient as the game went on And everybody in the offseason liked to talk about how, like, oh, he's got no offensive weapons. Well, seemed to do pretty good with his lack of offensive weapons. Yeah, it's there. And Haskins has the tools. He has the abilities. Um, We saw him, you know, when he had to make the moves and he had to, you know, do it on his feet. He did. 
Um, he was able to run. He was keeping, he was sliding, even though that one slide, he totally got hit and wasn't, it wasn't flagged, but whatever. I mean, oh, yeah, you could totally tell. should have been penalty. That was, that was ridiculous. Right. He was on the ground right. and got hit, and but yeah, whatever. There were, there were multiple times though, where it's like, I feel like last year he would have tried to just make the play and he was willing to take the hits just because he's trying to prove himself. I think at this point, he's obviously still trying to prove himself, but you know, he's, he's protecting his body. You can tell. Um, and he's making sound decisions. Like you said, no turnovers. That's huge in a game like this. When you're trying to come back and you don't turn the ball over, obviously we see what the turnovers did for us. So these things are huge. I think he had a great game. I think, um, even the halftime speech, let's talk about like the fact that Ron Rivera was getting an IV and Haskins stepped up. And obviously the players that interviewed, they talked about how impactful the speech was. I mean, we're seeing his leadership. Obviously, that was a huge question. Could he be the leader? Could he, you know, rally this team together? You could see him on the sidelines, you know, hyping up the defense. Like, he was all over the place. He was being the leader that we are hoping he would be. And as he gets more comfortable, I absolutely believe that he is plenty enough. As this defense continues to grow as well, this defense is this defense is the real deal. I'm sorry. I know it's one game against an, an injured Eagles team, but this defense is the real deal. Haskins doesn't have to be the best quarterback in the world. He just needs to make the right plays at the right time, and we're going to be able to win some games, and I absolutely believe he's capable of that, um, and I'm excited to see what he continues to do over the next few weeks in this this full season. It's a new season, new everything, um, a new podcast to a degree as well. Yeah. Um, but just as we did last season, and as we're going to do every week this year, we got to give props. Give some props. I'm ready. We got to give props. Okay. I got the props. Can I give them to you, Maddie Jane? Yeah. What we got? Props this week, DeAndre Hopkins. Let me just tell you. So I love DeAndre Hopkins. Me too. I've, I've made it no secret. He's one of those dudes that uh, just, uh, you know... I feel like anyone who's a real true like football fan at their core, like myself, um, you know, there's players around the league that you just really, really like yeah. that you either say like, man, I wish it was on my team yeah. or that you just like straight up admire. Um, and, and I would say for DeAndre Hopkins, it's both. Um, the dude is just a baller. I really thought that he was pretty much the best receiver in the league last year. I mean, you could throw other names in there, but for me, it, it, it was D hop. Um, I don't know what in the world, uh, Houston was thinking about uh, getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins, and he absolutely balled out in his first game in a Cardinals uniform. And uh, it, it, you know, it, it's gonna make uh, it's gonna make the task uh, that much taller this coming week yeah. when we have to play against him and that team. But the dude had 14 receptions in his first game as a Cardinal. His very first game, he goes out and he beats Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald, let me say it one more time. Larry Fitzgerald's <laughs> team record, he had 13. DeAndre Hopkins goes out, catches 14 for a buck 51 receiving yards. I mean, and that is just stupid. I, so big props to DeAndre Hopkins. Love the dude. Wish him a very, very, very good season. Uh, except except for next, next week. week. Yeah. <laughs> just just week. like next week, just like chill, you know, relish in, right. you know, your accomplishments yeah. of week one. Like you could chill out. Just take a break. Just take exactly. a week off, kind of, yeah. and yeah, we'll just, see you at week three. Week like, do your thing week three, but just, yeah. just chill. You know, never like, mind. You know what? Yeah. Fabian Moreau's going to lock you up. And if he doesn't, Jimmy Morley will. <laughs> and if he doesn't, Kendall Fuller will. And if he doesn't... I'm hoping Kendall Fuller will will be healthy. Me, 100% me as well, yes. Uh, um, but somebody, somebody, whoever it is, they're going to lock you up, and we ain't going to have to worry about uh, it. For real, though, like, le- le- legit, legit. If we can hold uh, DeAndre Hopkins to, like, 
maybe five or six and keep them under 100 yards, that's a good day. I'd be thrilled. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good day. Because stars are going to find a way. Like you said, I believe I'm 100% with you. I'll tell you what, though. Hey, DeAndre Hopkins can't catch the ball if Kyler Murray's on his back. That's true. You are like literally like in love with this defensive line, aren't you, Maddie? Oh, yeah. You trying to give some props? Is that what you're trying to do? All right. You want to do it? All right. I'll absolutely give, hit me I'll with give it. you. Th- hit me with it. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting all off season for this. All right. We're going to give some love to the man on this football team that deserves more love than any other man that has been on this football team for years. That's my man, RK. The dude, Ryan Kerrigan. Listen, y'all. The heartbreak kid. You're lying to me. You're lying to me. If you didn't shed a tear for Ryan Kerrigan on Sunday, I shed about 745. Okay, for this, just this man. There's other reasons. Just for this man alone. I mean, I just think about, when I think about it, when I think about him breaking that record, uh, it's just like, obviously we talk about everything we've endured with these different teams of the past, but just imagine being a player, an incredible talent that has had to deal with the mediocre coaching, all the craziness that has been just his entire career. As the toxic culture. Yes, uh, the, his entire career. And yet he's always had a smile on his face. He's always said, I want to be here no matter what. I want to be a leader of this team. And he has been, absolutely. Like, there, there is no more of a stand-up guy than Ryan Kerrigan. And he has done his job, and he's done it well ever since the first time he stepped on the field in the Burgundy and Gold. And so the fact that he broke this record, that he had this moment, and he had it not only because— if he would have had it last year, right, if he would have broken this record, had those two more sacks last year, it would have been still great. It would have still been emotional because he was still that same guy, regardless of all the toxic mess that was going on around him. But the fact that he was able to help usher in this new era, this new team, this new feeling, this new moment, if you will, um, and he was able to break this record on the first game of this new this new movement. I don't know. It's just this newness, right? This The fact that he did it now. Um, the fact that he did it in the first game and the fact that like the whole team, the whole time they were just running, like you could tell that everybody was so thrilled for this man. And that video of Ron Rivera giving him the game ball. And when he came up there, all smiles and they're just freaking out for him. Chase Young's trying to hug his neck off. Like Chase Young was the first dude there to hug him. I'm telling you, if you did not get tears in your eyes, I mean, that was such a beautiful moment for a player like I said, that deserves it more than anyone. I mean, Ryan Kerrigan's the real deal. And there isn't anybody that I could, you know, of course, I wasn't around to see Dexter Manley, you know, and what I know that what he did was special for this team. And I appreciate what he did for this team, just like all of the others that I never saw. But I mean, the fact that Ryan Kerrigan did this, like there's no better, there's no better guy. And I can't wait to see what else he does this season. Cause I know with these fresh legs, the fact that he doesn't have to do so much on his own but you know he has help he really does like it's I think it's going to be a huge season for him and it started on Sunday and I just I don't know I I'm so happy for him like I don't think I've been this happy for a player um ever you know because again we're fans you know we're not in the locker room with them but we know we know we can see just what it meant and I'm just incredibly incredibly ecstatic for Ryan Kerrigan and I'm proud of him is that weird that like I'm proud of him no no not at all and like you rightfully say of all the players on this team if anyone deserves 
everything, it's him. Yeah. Everything that he's been through and the way that he's handled himself, the type of player that he's been, the type of person that he's been. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, I, I, I love Ryan Kerrigan. He, to me, for, and for people who, who, are, who are our age and this, you know, sort of era that we've gone through and this new era that we're going into that we're so excited about. Yeah. He is Mr. Redskin, Mr. Washington football. He's that dude. That's what he is. Like, like Chase Young said, he's that dude. He's that dude. What a difference one off season can make yeah. when you burn it down <laughs> and build it up again. Ooh. Yeah. So we got to talk about next week, Maddie Jane. So next week playing the Arizona Cardinals first road game. Um, and it's our only uh, nationally televised game. I think that we have on the schedule this year. Cause it's a four thirty game each week. And the thing that I love about the NFL is every week is different. Yep. And we're going to have to, as much as, you know, as much as we're enjoying this win, Rivera said, he said, you know, it's humbling to win. It's humbling to lose. We got to turn the page on to next week. We got to, there's a lot of things that need to be fixed. I love the resiliency of the team. And, but just like they said, if we execute a little bit better early on and do the things that we need to do, we won't have to come back and put up 27 unanswered. Right. I feel like the growth is going to happen there with Haskins, and I feel like it's a continuation even of the end of last year where we're going to continue to see his growth. And, yeah, other players are going to have to step up around him. Uh, I think if we want to win this game, Scary Terry's going to have to have a, a big game. Like, we're going to have to have someone, like, step up on the offense, come in and, and really have that big game, whether it be Terry McLaurin, which I hope it is because, you know, we love – we are the We Love You Terry podcast, remember? <laughs> we love you. Um but whether it be him, Antonio Gibson, or I me, mean, like you know, I don't care who I don't care who it is, you know. But some, but someone got to step up. But I'll, I'll tell you what, though, is that offensive line, especially that left side, uh, you know, Wes Martin looking pretty shaky, and then of course, you know, uh, Jaron Christian, and I'm hoping that we get Sadiq Charles, you know, back, and yeah. uh, you know, hopefully he can be what we, you know, think he can be. Uh, surprisingly, you know, the right side of the line. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, Freddie, you, know, you, you say yeah. a lot, you talk a lot of trash about a certain right tackle, um, that's usually penalized a lot. Can we also talk about no penalties this week? Also looking Marfit, looking like he did a lot of really good training in the off season. Um, and he came out and had a good game on Sunday. So I just wanted to see if you wanted to give one extra prop to somebody that you usually, um, dig into the ground maybe. Cause he, he played well. I know you saw it. He played well. So I'm just going to give you the floor right now if you want to, you know, apolo- however you want to do it, apologize, if you just want to give, just, I, I would like to hear it, personally, you, as you, a UVA you said, fan. You said, I, you said I talk a lot of trash yeah, about? Yeah, as a UVA fan, I would just like to hear you give credit where it's due. Um, I know Virginia Tech fans, maybe not, they don't know how to do that a lot, but it's just giving credit where it's due. Okay, credit where it's due. Yeah. Okay. Yes, the trash can <laughs> with the number 76. Slapped onto it. He's still on your team, buddy. Um, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Maybe, maybe this past week, maybe, maybe not. May- maybe not a trash can. Okay. Maybe like, maybe like just like a cardboard box that was clean on the inside. You know. Maybe had some like weights in it. It's like hard to move. Like I guess he like kind of held his own sort of a little bit. And yeah, he didn't look like quite so much trash, but you know. 
well, coming from you, Freddie, I'll take that. But, you know, I'm going to need more. Yeah. If he continues on this route and he continues to be really solid, I'm going to need more than yeah. that each week, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Right. Go Hokies. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So next week, yes, uh, we're going to have to have better offensive line play. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think some players are going to have to step up on offense. Uh, defensively, certainly we're going to have to contain Kyler Murray. Um, if we can just continue to have a party at the quarterback, uh, I, th- I think we'll be in good shape. The secondary, I think, is going to need to really be there. Um, but so long as uh, the defense can keep playing the type of uh, inspired football that they played in this first week and uh, our you know, defensive gurus, both uh, Ron Rivera and, of course, our, our defensive coordinator. I got to give it up to uh, to Jack Del Rio and, and and the defense that he put on and his guys playing for him. Yeah. Uh, and again, the the adjustments that were made. Yeah. Um, and you really just can't say enough. I mean, no. Can't say enough positive things. Uh, and, and like I said, and we could just go on forever because of all the positivity. It's like you don't want to stop. No, and and to me, like just my final thing as far as a key. In my opinion, all you have to do, and it's not all you have to do, but the big thing that you have to do is honestly just build on what you did on Sunday. The full team, just build on what you did. Everybody in their own moments did good things. But build on what you did on Sunday and continue to build every week, and you're going to get good results. You may not win every game, but you're going to see that development, and you're going to see a team that is a solid team is a solid team on offense, is a solid team on defense, is a solid team on special teams. This is a good team. Ron Rivera said it in that same speech he gave. You guys, I'm telling you, you guys are the real deal, okay? I didn't know, nobody knew, but when I saw you guys turn your ass around and get it going in the second quarter, it made me realize just exactly how good you guys can be. Trust me, fellas, it's in here. It really is. You look at what we did as an offense, as a defense, as a special team against that team, the defending NSP East Champs, that tells you you can play. Now don't get a big head because next week we got another task. That's right. It's a completely different football team. Yes, we take got it. Out of they've, got the, they've got the parts. So build on what you did, and I think you're going to look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you said it right there. Put everything together. Keep building on what, on what we've already done. Uh, you know, and obviously, yeah, there's going to be some bumps in the road. This team is going to be a team that plays for each other, plays for their coach. We've established the type of uh, culture, the type of team that this is going to be. Yeah. And uh, sky's the limit. So that's one down. Hey, we got 15 more to go. So let's do it. I'm excited. I'm excited to go on this ride and uh, appreciate everyone who's listening to come and take this ride with us because it's going to be a whew, good one. It, it's going to be a fun one. And I think it's going to be the most yeah. fun we've ever had. So. <laughs> Yeah, so buckle up because, uh, oh, man, can't wait. Can't wait. And before we go, Freddie, you know what's the best thing about going 1-0? The opportunity to go 2-0? Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Washington football team. Remember, we all hail together. It's what we do. It's who we are. HT, we are. Peace.